This is the official Caps Chirp Podcast, proudly a part of the Hockey Podcast Network. Every team, everywhere. What's going on, Caps fans? It's me, the Hockey Troll, and I'm here with that snack, Polly Cupcakes. What's going on? Not much, Polly. Uh, Caps fans, we've got an incredible episode for you today. We'll be talking about league news as always. We'll talk about the conference finals, which have been pretty interesting. Um, and then, I don't know, whatever else we want to. This is the playoff times, and unfortunately the Washington Capitals are not here. So, guilt-free hockey. Except for you, Paul. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's been, it's nice to see the cat or the Avs up three nothing. Um, that does eliminate a lot of stress, but the games have been very action filled. So there are plenty of times where I'm very much on the edge of my seat in a not fun way. <laughs> all right. Well, we'll talk about it all. I think we, we should, uh, pop some tabs and get going. Yep. One. Two, three. All right. So, with some league news, Martin St. Louis will remain as Canadian's head coach. He signed a three-year extension. Wow. Yeah. What do you think about I mean, that, dude? <laughs> put a lot of faith in him from a very small sample size as a never-before NHL head coach. But, you know... He's got a pedigree, and uh, he's got the French name. Yeah, can't be much worse than they were this year. So, yeah, that's hopefully true. he does well. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's a bit of a head scratcher, especially in today's NHL, where the the coach market seems pretty ripe with opportunity. Yeah, I mean it's it's like they they didn't even consider other options. They 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 liked what they had and they're going to keep it. Maybe trying to squeeze some of that Rod the Bra- the Bod Brindamore juice out of uh out of Saint or um Carolina there. Yeah, I mean for their sake I hope it's Rod the Bod not Patrick Waugh type coaching. <laughs> Adam Oates, Dale, I yeah. mean Look, Dale Hunter wasn't a bad coach, I don't think. But definitely, I mean, for for the junior level and whatnot. So, I don't know. We'll see. I, this is a bold move, I think. Don't you? Yeah, I, I think they're definitely taking a risk here. Um, I honestly, I think it's a little, it's a bigger risk than hiring Reardon was. Yeah. Yeah. A three year. That's a lot, man. Well, but here, you know, we get, we get all wrapped up in this thinking that Martin St. Louis might actually stay here for three years. I mean, they, coaches' contracts aren't guaranteed. They can get shit canned at any time. Yeah. I mean, unless they're looking really good. I mean, may, maybe he'll get a one season, whatever happens, grace period. Mm-hmm. But if he makes it through a full season, that second season, they're going to be very, uh, ready to cut him at any moment yeah crazy all right well 
the Habs are always interesting, right? Yeah, for real. Um, and aren't isn't there other Habs news? While we're at it, we might as well just pile on, right? Isn't Carey Price like back in form? Yeah. So you know he's he said he's training as if he's going to be ready for the beginning of the season. Uh, his quote was, "I'm going to start preparing like I'm playing." I don't think I will actually have an idea of how that is going to look until late in the summer when I've taken all the necessary steps to get on the ice again. So, you know, he's planning on playing, but given that caveat of, yeah, I really don't know if I'll be ready to go, but I want to be. Yeah. Interesting. I mean, you know, to your point for the, for the Habs, St. Louis could be a kind of practice coach, if you will. And then, you know, they could be bringing somebody else in. But if you have Carey Price in net, I I think that he's shown so many times that the Canadians need, and I think history and and this the way that team is, Canadians need like a a good goalie to play around. I mean, they've been so used to it through Price's career, right? Yeah. I mean, he's been, they've had decent teams. They've had superstars, but... I mean, this year proved when he's not in net, they're nothing. Yeah. Yeah. And this is not the first time this has happened when Carey Price has gone down and the Habs have gone into the gutter, man. It's crazy. He just has like a, like an aura. (laughs) Yeah. He really does. (laughs) He's like Tom Brady. Right. I just snorted into the mic. That's embarrassing. What's, so what's next? Uh, So we got some awards that they started announcing this week. Anze Kopitar from the Kings, he won the Messier NHL Leadership Award, which is for leadership on and off the ice. Um, I don't think that's a big surprise. And there's really, there's nothing to quantify this. This is completely opinions, but (laughs) I don't know. He he seems like a good captain, so all right. (laughs) He's got that hashtag leadership going on. Um, yeah, yeah. Well, good for him. You know, the Messier award, it's still an award, man. Yeah. I mean, I'd be proud to show it off. Yeah. Right. Um, Jack Adams and Daryl Sutter. I don't, yeah, I, don't, I he, think that's a good <laughs> pick. Yeah. I mean, I think he, he put the, the flames until they got dominated by Edmonton in a pretty good spot. Heading into the playoffs, people thought that the Flames were the best chance at beating Colorado. And I thought so, too. Yeah, I mean, they, they did look good going into the playoffs. So, I mean, this is a regular season award, so I think it's very appropriate that Sutter gets it. Yeah, you know what? I think, I think honestly, those shithead kids in Calgary may have gone off Daryl Sutter's plan a little bit. They're doing a little too, too much freestyle and... Um, that because you look at what the buzz saw that Edmonton is running into right now, and it's like if if it was the Flames, I think that I, I would I would hate to see a sweep, like a sweep in the in the finals or a sweep in the later stages of the tournament, just kind of seem like I don't know, just an anomaly. You know what I mean? Like that that team got it there. Yeah, it it definitely makes it seem like they they were fluky yeah um 
But I think that the that the Battle of Alberta, the stage may have gotten too big for Calgary. You know what I mean? In the playoffs. And they kind of reverted to trying to run and gun and, and got away from like protecting leads. Um, but then again, I mean, you is so do you think it's that or do you think it's Connor McDavid going like Super Saiyan? I think it's both. I mean, I, I think Connor McDavid was doing his thing, and so Calgary lost track of what they were supposed to be doing. Yeah, fair enough. Whew. All right. Baltimore's who was so what is this? Baltimore's Noel Acton. Yeah, he won the Willie O'Ree Award. Okay. So, a little DMV love. Um, he's the founder of the Tender Bridge Foundation, which is a nonprofit that has helped over 500 boys and girls in East Baltimore for over 20 years. He focused on getting kids off the streets and into sports programs. The foundation provides equipment, transportation, meals, and anything to help the kids succeed. So, um, I mean, this pretty much exemplifies what the Willie O'Ree Community Award is about. Yeah, absolutely. That's awesome. That's uh, it's good stuff. A little DMV news. That hit national wires, I'm sure. Well, I mean, at least on the NHL website so mm-hmm. that's international hell yeah all right and then final award is the bergeron wins the selkie who diving into some injury report stuff just had elbow surgery uh and he's going to be like out 10 to 12 weeks yeah which is one of the minor uh updates we have yeah, some the, of these other guys are out for a lot longer, but you know he um, he's won this award a couple times. He's always a candidate. It obviously he plays that kind of game because people just can't quit giving him awards for it. Yeah, I mean it's a record fifth time that he's won it. So I think uh, he's uh, I don't know maybe worth some money, <laughs> but who knows? He's making six point eight this year. He's the unrestricted free agent. Um, the Bruins have a lot of decisions this offseason to be making. Yeah. I mean, if he'll take league minimum, we'll take him in D.C. <laughs> Absolutely. I hear you. I'm just going to keep saying that about experienced UFAs. <laughs> and then maybe they'll they'll land in in the D.C. web here. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> that would be amazing. Um, so more on, the, more on the Bruins and the injury report. But uh, – so the the NHL playoffs have turned into quite the interesting interesting little set here, Polly. Uh before though, I think that we talk about that. I have to tell you about DraftKings Sportsbook. Hockey fans, <laughs> the pursuit of the Stanley Cup is on. And DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL, has an unbelievable offer for the most exciting playoffs in sports. New customers can bet $5 on any team and get $100 in free bets no matter what, win or lose. Looking to turn a small bet into a big payday during the playoffs? With DraftKings Stame Day Parlays, you can do just that. Create your own parlay by combining multiple bets like which team will win, how many goals will be scored, and more. It's your shot and an even bigger payout. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. Best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. 
Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code THPN. Bet $5 on any NHL team to win and get $100 in free bets no matter what. That's code THPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Thank us later. Thank us later. So the NHL playoffs, though, have gone a little upside down. Paulie, I'm just going to let you have the honor of talking about the Avs. Uh, Avs' recent success it's glowed a little. Happily. Um, game one was a madhouse. Yeah. I mean, it actually was pretty similar to Edmonton and Calgary's game one, where the Avs had a big lead and Edmonton clawed back in. I mean, the final ended up being 8-6, to six, and that was because of an empty net. I mean, this is the kind of game I guess you would want for to convert non-fans. So much action. <laughs> right, the casuals. Uh, yeah, and, you know, the Denver crowd, they were going nuts. It was, it was a great atmosphere. And then, you know, it kind of felt like after that game, Edmonton had a chance for game two. But then the Avs won four to nothing, and that was with Pavel Frantsov in net because Darcy Kemper left during Game One because he couldn't see, and he hasn't played Game Two or Three. He couldn't so, see. Yeah, I, I think it's harkening back to that eye injury he took against the Predators. Holy fuck! Wow. Yeah. Okay. And then F- Frankie's in Game Three. 4-2 Avs win? That's insane. Yeah, that was um, that game was crazy too. I mean, the uh, Connor McDavid scored like 38 seconds in. And then the Avs had a five-minute major that they didn't score on. Not long after, they got a minor, um, they got a power play for delay of game. Still didn't score. Uh, I mean, they eventually did take over. The third goal of the game, I think, is one of the goals of the playoffs. JT Comfort comes out of the box. He's chasing the puck, beats the defenseman. Dude, this was uh, in a, in a, it was Bouchard, right? Or Bouchard, Bouchard? I think so. And this dude, he get. I mean, what in it? So he takes the shot and somebody blocks it, right? So you just you think you're gonna get a shot on net. Somebody blocks it. It gets cleared up. It's on your side. You just took the shot. You have to fucking hustle back. And this dude just gets out. Like, I mean, he gets manhandled a little bit. And yeah. in for a goal, Mike Smith with a weak one, man, through the five hole. Yeah, I mean, it was it was a hard effort by JT Comper. I mean, oh, he yeah. bodied that guy up, finished the play. Yeah, it, it wasn't the, the most skillful goal. But the effort around the rest of the play – was pretty darn impressive, and I kind of, even though the Oilers did score, or no, I think it was two to two, so that gave them the lead. Yeah. Um, it kind of felt like it deflated the Oilers. Um, and here we are, Sunday night, and the Avalanche have a three nothing series lead. That's crazy, dude. The Avs are good. Don't get me wrong. And I picked them in this matchup, you know, for sure, but. I didn't know if it was going to be a sweep. It's pretty, pretty shitty. Yeah, I, I mean, when people are talking McDavid versus McKinnon, they they were hoping for 
seven games all go into overtime kind of situation. Right. And then you've got uh, – I mean, I, I know that the announcers last night were on Leon Dreisaitl, but he looks hurt too. Um, so you look at your big points producers, and, and I think that it's a mixture of goaltending and that the Avs have just a, a little bit better of a defensive system there. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, they have a good team defense, and then – Everyone on the ice at all times basically can score. It's it's a tough team to beat. It really is. Yeah. So, uh, what's your prediction after this series? <laughs> what do you think? I mean, do you think they're going to win? Do you think the Avs are going to win this, or are they going to blow a 3 nothing series lead? I think they're going to win. I don't think it'll, at the at the latest, they'll go to 5. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, I think they're going to win. And, you know, as for the other series that we're going to talk about in second, after today, Sunday, I have no clue. You have no clue? Yeah. Who's going to go in the East? Right. So, I'm saying, I know it's, I, I'm, I think the Tampa Bay's got this. I just don't know if the Rangers are there. I think that Tampa Bay won at home. And they're just like getting the gears going, you know what I mean? Like they're just moving, yeah. moving around. Like they're. I think that the game one, New York just went to seven, right? We've got yeah. uh, Tampa Bay who swept. They're a little rusty. They come out, they drop game one. John Cooper in the last series was like, "I mean, if we lose game one, we go after it for game two. Like it's just. I feel like. Um, Tampa Bay needs to like flip that switch of just becoming a machine, and this may have been it. I mean, who knows? It could go seven, but um, I think Tampa Bay's. I think this is going to follow the old school adage of uh, you know you're not out of it until you win on home ice or lose on home ice. Yeah, and I think losing the the two games to go down two nothing yeah. was the first time in like seventeen occurrences that they didn't follow up a playoff loss with a win. Like, this is the first time in the last 16 times they've lost a playoff game that they didn't win the next game. Wow. Yeah. So, we'll see. I mean, um, they're a little banged up, too. Um, But they did seem – I mean, I think that the most part of their their core is pretty healthy, so – I think this is the awakening of the monster that Tampa Bay can be. Uh, this might be a hard-fought series for sure. It'll be interesting to see what happens in the finals because I think that we're settled on it being the Avs going to the finals. Yeah, I mean, I, I think something catastrophic and historic would have to happen. I mean, I think only four teams in NHL history have come back from being down 3 nothing. Yeah, mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, highly unlikely that the Oilers will be playing either of these teams. <laughs> yeah. That sucks, man. That bench looks dejected, too, after after yesterday. Um, but oh, we'll, yeah. we'll talk about uh, Tampa Bay real quick here in the New York series. Game one, uh, New York, really, like you said, I think we it came in and they kind of like hit Tampa Bay in the mouth for the first two games. 
That was a 6-2 win in Game 1 and a 3-2 win in Game 2 by New York. It was almost like Tampa was just, like, drawing them in. Like, they had... I don't know. I've been watching Stranger Things, so maybe it's like... I'm just like... <laughs> Tampa Bay is, like, a, uh, one of those, like, tentacled monsters just, like, bringing them in, dude. So, I think Tampa Bay is going to get rolling here and, like, super hot take. I wouldn't be surprised if New York doesn't win another game this series. I mean, I, I I think that's a fair hot take. All right. Well, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> wait, Which I wait, guess doesn't make it? it very hot, does it? Yeah. In, in two in two uh, in two days, we'll be able to know if I was right or wrong. So you know, this is manifesting early. Yeah. Well, I mean, we'll we'll know if you were wrong. We won't know if you're right until the end of the series. You know, it could just also be like my internal prejudice against New York. Like I, I'm happy that they're doing a good, good job, but like I also, okay, you've had enough fun. You made it to the conference finals. Like in a, and in the next five years you can win a cup and I'll be like, okay with it. But imagine the gravity of Avs versus Tampa Bay, which, you know, I think that a lot of, I mean, you're looking at the, the, the belt holder for the past two years, right? So you don't really have to question their ability they didn't lose a lot of people. The core is intact. And then you have the Colorado Avalanche. And both teams are just stacked. You know what I mean? Yeah. And there's also like additional gravity because the Lightning, if they were to win, would three-peat for the first time in my lifetime. Like, well, yeah, my lifetime, pretty sure. Yeah. And I mean, you know, you look at NHL history – so many times um, a champion has had dethrone the previous champion. And yeah. this would just be another instance of that. I mean, I think the most recent time that happened was when the, or the Caps beat the Pens to get there um, in the playoffs. But, I mean, there have been a lot of times in the Cup where basically one dynasty – ended the previous dynasty in the Stanley Cup. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, I'm not going to call. Yeah, I mean, and obviously Tampa Bay is, is definitely a dynasty, but um, yeah, I don't know, man. And I mean, you think back to, it's kind of like, it's how they settled things in the olden ways. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you think back back to like the, when the Canadians um, gave it up to, I believe it was Edmonton. And then um, Edmonton to the Islanders, I believe, right? Other way around. Oh, I- Islanders to Edmonton, yeah. So, interesting. Um, it's cool to have such a historic league. and But like I said, this could be another piece of history that we're watching. Absolutely. I'm here for it. Yeah. So that's why I want New York to just kind of like, okay, you-, you did good enough, New York. Like, kind of bow out now. <laughs> Yeah. You know, you beat the penguins, you've served your purpose. <laughs> Cast them aside. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. Alright. And I mean, you know, you gotta give shit to the, the, the Metro opponent there. Of course, to rival. Exactly. Alright, alright, alright. We've been babbling. So let's uh let's get back into the some news, some injuries. Kemper, like we said, left in game one because he, he couldn't see. He's going to be missing game – or he did miss game two. Um, 
and Franco has been in net, right, Polly? Yeah, Franco's had game two and three. Kemper didn't even dress. He was on the ice on Sunday for optional practice, so it's still up in the air if he's playing game four or not, or even dressing for game four. Um, the Avs are also dealing with Burkowski. He blocked a shot on Monday and got hurt, and he's day-to-day. He missed games two and three, and Alex Newhook has been his replacement. Uh, Nazem Kadri, he took a cross-check slash boarding from Evander Kane in, Evander Kane in game three. He's definitely out for the rest of the series, maybe going to miss the cup if they move on. So... 14 yeah, points and so six goals by Kadri there. I mean, that's, uh, yeah, it's a bit of a loss for sure. And then, you know, Berkey X cap out day to day. Uh, that's your sprinkle of caps news. We've, we're literally just talking about not everything but the Washington Capitals. But it's been pretty quiet, yeah. um, officially. So, yeah. And, you know, the Avs are already missing their second best defenseman, Samuel Gerard, who broke his sternum. Right. In, Early on in the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah, so, you know, the the Avs are pretty banged up. You know, credit jo- to Joe Sackick for building a pretty deep roster. Um, but, you know, even when you're deep, you still feel the difference. Absolutely, no doubt. Um, so it looks like they're gutting it out, and, hey, they might be able to rest up some of these guys <clears throat> if they can finish it earlier. Um, McAvoy had shoulder surgery about six months. So like we talked about, Boston is kind of a team in turmoil uh, when it comes down to making decisions. Do not envy – who is it? Who's their their GM? Is it Sweeney? I believe so, yeah. I don't envy that guy. He has some pretty life-altering decisions that he's going to be making here soon. Um, So, yeah. I mean, I think for the Bruins, it's kind of like – you either got to make a push, a true push for it, or, or, you know, rebuild. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they, they've got some serious holes to patch. So it's either patch the holes or let the boat sink and go buy a new one. <laughs> right, right, right. Dry dock the boat for about a year and a half as it gets retrofitted. <laughs> yeah. Um, there was a suspension we talked about. Uh, we talked about uh, Evander Kane being suspended for a game for the Codger hit, but Edmonton Oilers forward Zach Cassian has been fined 2500 for unsportsmanlike conduct against the Colorado Avalanche. Uh, Bo- Bowen Byram during game two, Byram's top half went into the bench during play, and Cassian grabbed his head from the bench. He was sitting down. Yeah, he like grabbed the back of his helmet, and you know, he was just like, what? what? I-, I didn't do anything. <laughs> I mean, the... You can see in the way the the Oilers are playing, they're very rattled. They're, you know, they're, I compare it to when I was playing travel hockey in seventh grade and we were in a tournament championship and we were losing like nine to two. Yeah. And which was ridiculous because we'd beaten the team earlier in the tournament, but we knew we were done. So we just spent the whole third period just burying people (laughs) and it's it's even worse than that because they're just getting like dirty and pissy about it, right? So the frustration is really setting in for the Oilers. Um, this was a real like uh, dirty play that he thought he would get away with, and it's like, come on, man, 
there's so many cameras. <laughs> Cassian, you're talking? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he does pull the helmet off. And then Byron actually got the only call on the ice, I believe. Yes, I think. Because he came game, back he... and punched. He tried to, like, throw a punch back into the bench. Uh, yeah. <laughs> what a shit show. Yeah, I mean, I think that uh, the Oilers are relying a little bit too much on trying to get under an opponent's skin. Um, you know, it's obviously hasn't worked for the Avs, so. No. Though it may have worked against Calgary. It may have. Yeah. I mean, I didn't watch much. I, I really just caught the highlights of those games. So I didn't see <laughs> what all was going on during the game. But, yeah, I mean, I think that's a solid strategy against Calgary. But I, I don't think the Avs are a team that falls into that as much. Right. Yeah. All right. And then, uh, so, yeah. That's all I think we have, isn't it? Yeah, it is. You know, uh, tune in Thursday. We're going to have Dan Holmey from Locked On Caps. And in a couple weeks, or maybe next week, we did a guest spot with him that that'll be airing on his show. Yeah, Locked On Caps. Caps chirp everywhere. Yeah. Taking yeah, over. Buddy. <laughs> yeah. Cue uh, DJ Khaled. We taking over. <laughs> um. All right, man. Well, yeah, like like Polly said, tune in. Until Thursday, Hockey Troll, Polly Cupcakes, signing off. Bye. Hey, Caps fans. Thanks for tuning in to the official Caps Chirp podcast, repping the greatest team in the NHL. Follow me, the Hockey Troll, at Hockey Trolling on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And follow me, Polly Cupcakes, at Cupcake Polly on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. And follow the show's handle at Caps Chirp on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Special thanks to the Hockey Podcast Network at HockeyPodNet on social and thehockeypodcastnetwork.com. The Hockey Podcast Network. Every team, everywhere. Check them out, or we're not friends anymore.